The diamond I realized that I have to be The Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These shoes are a pair of Nike trainers. They are laced up and completely black. They probably have been worn only a few times. The sole has a well-marked grip, which makes them perfect for an outside adventure. These shoes belong to Morena, and this is her story. The first time I visited London was in 1994. I came here with my partner and I was very excited because it was my first journey abroad. What I liked of this city was the freedom people, the way I perceive people were living spontaneous and uh, freeway, and also that it was a multicultural city. For this reason, I decided to come back to London to live here, and I decided to move definitively in 2010. When I arrived here in London, I remember it was a sunny, warm day and I was on the bus and I put the headphone in my ears and I started listening to George Michael and I was completely excited because um, I'm a fan of George Michael. It was like to have a friend in a city, but it doesn't, I know it's a little bit crazy, but <laughs> Since then, I was, I think, 20 years old. I was listening to George Michael in, in all my moments, you know. So it was like a friend that does not know me. <laughs> my target was to work as a teacher. So when I arrived here at the beginning, it was not very easy. I mean, I had to wait like almost one month before finding a job. But suddenly, two nice things happened to me. I, I met a man who was special, supportive. It was a column for me in my life since uh, the first time I met him. We spent time together, very good time, laughing and uh, talking about everything. The second nice thing that happened to me was that uh, I started working in his uh, language school. I had a very fearful and successful role. I worked for an educational project for the European Union. After almost one year and a half, the school was strapped for cash and uh, I lost my job. Uh, it was a very stressed time because I didn't expect this happen. And at the same time, my partner disappeared. He didn't want to, to answer my text or at my call. But at the same time, I need to be more pragmatic so I started facing a new reality. I would describe myself like a positive and friendly person, quite curious 
and very resilient. I have a strong loyalty and um, my friend can, can count on me all the time, also because when they talk to me, I'm able to keep things um, confidential. I think that this is important to me because my education, the way my mom raised me and the way I grew up without my father. And also maybe there is a need of love that needs to be filled. And then that's why maybe I like helping people. Because I'm quite resilient, slowly, slowly, I started to rebuild my career. I got a part-time job as uh, Italian teacher in a secondary school. And um, it was quite successful because I didn't know the exam board, but I just learned it. And my students took the grade as A and A star. Along with this work, uh, my boyfriend came back to me and I decided to forgive him. So we started from the beginning. But there was something a little bit uh, strange in his behavior something changed and I didn't understand what was going on. I thought that giving him a lot of love and listening to him would have been enough to make everything better. The school post an announcement. They were looking for a new member of staff and I decided to apply for it. So despite the fact that my partner made uh, this a little bit difficult, I took the job, I passed the interview, and I was very, very happy about it because the job meant everything to me. I worked a lot to get it. I was very focused on my, on my career. And despite the fact that things were not going very well between us, we decided to, to live together. So we moved in a new flat. But unfortunately, the only thing that changed was the place. At this point, I started to realize that there was a big problem. I had to accept that the issue was a big social problem, which is mental issues. For this reason, I called my GP, asked for help, but she told me that he needed to call his doctor and just to make an action by himself. At this point, we arrived at the COVID time, so the lockdown and my shielding. We were living in the same place, but I needed to be by myself, isolated, and didn't take it easily because it felt like I was rejecting him. I also lost my job, I had to resign. It was uh, awful. I dedicated all my time to my career and uh, to make progress, and also having a stable job give me a chance to have a better life. I've been living during COVID like being in a roller coaster. So one day was going was going good, another time was going bad. It was very difficult. I felt like love was disappearing. 
crossing life of a person with mental health issue had a very strong in impact on me. Me being positive, uh, friendly person. And um, this is why I'm deciding to take distance from not just him, but the country itself and London. When I realized that the problem was bigger than my ability to solve it, it was, it was too late because I've, I've dedicated my time and my energy. So I, at this point, I've lost my space, my peace and also my motivation. I didn't talk to my family or to my friends about what is, was happening because I didn't want to upset them or because I felt ashamed about tolerating this situation and also feel now that I'm skeptical thinking that it's possible that people can recover from their problems. There are people that don't fit with the expectation of an acceptable society and that's why they're left behind and, um, and I feel guilty. I feel guilty because I'm leaving someone by himself and dealing with this problem without any help. I question myself sometimes and I think maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm making up everything and it's not real what is happening and I'm just creating excuse. All the memories are coming up to my mind in these few months. I remember when I arrived to London, I was so happy. It was a sunny and warm day, listening George Michael songs. And now I feel, uh, I feel sad. And with COVID-19, everything is more difficult because we cannot socialize a lot with other people and everything make more pressure on us, what is happening inside our private home and family. So what I'm playing now is just to end some project I, I had and uh, in my mind when I arrived in this place and uh, I hopefully can, can keep being in touch with him and have the strength to take the distance. It is not easy, it is not easy at all, it's, it is not like to switch with which I light off and forget everything. I've learned from this story that I should um, I should deal with me my attachment towards people in a different way, towards partner in a different way, and um, to take the distance from this story. Take the distance to me means make a step backward physically, so don't share the same space. Mentally, share time in a, with other people in a different environment. This thing can help to face and to deal with a problem. I'm not looking forward this this conclusion, but I have to do it for my well-being. When I do things that are quite difficult for me, I behave like I'm an actor and I 
I look for something positive, giving me a chance for the future. So don't cut everything straight away, but just do everything very slowly and subtle way, leaving a little bit space open. Even if I know that maybe there is any door open afterward, but if mentally I think that yes, the door is not closed, it helps me to to do it. Sometime when I am a bit upset with what is happening to me or what I'm allowed other people do it to me. I like to listen the, the song of George Michael, this Freedom, which was a very important song to him because it was the end of his uh, job with Sony and all the issue he had in the, in the time. So for me, it's like bent out problems. And it's like a song of, you know, just, uh, just leave things go out, put everything out. It's a very sparring song, yes. <laughs> This podcast is part of the GLA ESOL Plus Arts Project, a collaboration between City Lit Adult Education College, Empathy Museum, Boldface and storyteller Ariane Hagilias. The project explores how ESOL and the arts can work together to promote English language learning in the UK capital. The music from the free music archive used in this podcast was I Recall by Blue Dot Sessions and 11,600 Years Ago by Blair Moon.